Superman Legacy, Lanterns, Damian Wayne, the first Robin in James Gunn and Peter Safran's new DCEU universe, in part two of The Gun Show. This is the Armchair Cinephiles. You are being sponsored and we are being sponsored by Figuratively Speaking Minis. For all your Figuratively Speaking Mini needs and painting, contact Courtney. Doug would also like to kindly acknowledge that he is powered by Rogue Wave Coffee. And now, part deux. Okay, Superman, Legacy. Gunn's yeah. writing it. Hasn't yeah. been cast yet. No. Anything else that tickles your fancy? He uh, he mentioned specifically that Superman's going to be the embodiment of truth, justice, American way. I think he's really trying to essentially do that, like make a four-quadrant movie. He wants to please everybody. He wants this to be a classic Boy Scout Superman. So, which I think is great, and it also scares me. I'm right there with you. Because everything else he's got surrounding this has a dark um, shades of gray, grit, grime. Yeah. And uh, so I think that his Superman story is going to be about Superman dealing with the vagaries of uh, humanity. So I think that's going to be part he's, of what's going He's got to have a good villain, in my opinion. Like, Okay, yeah. No villains. Were announced or what? No villains announced. Yeah, no, I think it's... I think you wait for that. I but guess. With Superman, I think there there's definitely a lot of good stories in the comics where Superman is that that classic pure Superman. Yeah. And it's a good story because you have a good villain. And the recent attempts at making a super movie, which go all the way back to um Brandon Ruth's Superman Returns. Yeah. That was, you know, a a succession to Christopher Reeve's Batman, Christopher Reeve, yeah. and, or sorry, Superman, and in in feel and and that, but the villain was just Lex Luthor wanting more. Like it didn't make for a good enough villain with what you can do with today's movies, I guess. Like it, this, the Superman portion of it was like what everybody wanted, but the villain portion of it just wasn't good enough. Whereas Zack Snyder kind of swung the other way in terms of he had a really good villain and a lot of action, but the Superman wasn't what the people wanted. It wasn't the classic Boy Scout Superman. And so I think what James Gunn is going to try and do, and hopefully he succeeds, like like you said, and I totally agree, it makes me excited, but also very scared, is you go back to that um, classic Superman, but you have to do it well. You have to have, in my opinion, a really good villain for him to go up against. So you still have, like, I don't think he threw one punch in Superman Return. Like, he fought a kryptonite island. Like, that was that was the battle. <laughs> and he's Superman. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does. We got a new follow. Right on. Thank you for following. Thank you, POVJD. If you, if you are a fan of Grand Theft Auto, check out POVJD. He is rocking it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Superman, yeah. The I, I think, though, that that's going to be part of the um, whole process of him it figuring things some, out. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. It, it also does something interesting with, um, in my opinion, the Supergirl movie. Because that allows the, the Superman movie being this classic Boy Scout Superman allows him to do a Supergirl movie where it's a little bit of a harsher character. It, and... 
like if I if you like I've read a bunch of the stuff that went out today. The Supergirl uh, backstory is she's raised on uh, a chunk of Krypton, and she grows up watching everybody that she loves die. Yeah. So when she arrives to Earth, it's gonna be a little more jaded, rock and roll. Uh, yeah, I am going to hit you. It is gonna hurt. Exactly. You know, and I, so you can do that 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 character style, right? This this jaded character with Superman, and in this case, Supergirl powers. So still have that without doing it to Superman, where you piss everybody off, right? Like the evil Superman story doesn't happen. Yeah, you've jumped ahead though, because we we're going to do it. I know. Okay, so um, lanterns. Unless you had anything else on. The only thing I had about Superman is movie is are are, are two that well two of my favorite characters in the universe in the DC universe are Lois Lane and uh, Jimmy Olsen. I'm afraid that in Gunn's script they're going to be used as the the foils to crush his faith in the goodness of humanity so, so that you know he ha he gets the love relationship with whoever and then part of that love relationship crushes him and then part of having a friend like jimmy olsen you know that's also going to do something and that's just like jimmy fear. olsen's gonna betray him not a betrayal but jimmy Olsen jimmy olsen's humanity is going to land down a betrayal is a conscious thing it's just going to be jimmy olsen human oh interesting take but that's just my take. And I'm scared because I look at everything else around the one four quadrant movie. And, yeah. you know, there are no other four quadrant movies in the list. It's no, the only there one. Isn't. Um, no. Okay. Lanterns. Lanterns is interesting. There was a Green Lantern show that's been in development for years. Yeah. And this is not that. No, it's gone. It was explicitly said that that uh, Greg Berlanti development show is done. It's not happening. And this one is the replacement, um, which is interesting because you hope that it's going to be like, okay, I'll believe it when I see it type of idea because DC has been talking about a Green Lantern show for years. But I don't know. I'm At this point, I have to trust everything he's saying. And he seems so passionate and so serious about everything that I think all of this will happen. Yeah, there's a quote from uh, a Twitter. I'd, I'd have to find it again. I'm not sure if it's from Doom Patrol. I think it's from the showrunner and I haven't met. Oh, maybe. It, one of them uh, commenting on how he's never met James Gunn, but he knows that he really loves the universe. You know, I totally trust him with the source material. I trust him. So, oh, okay. And the Lanterns movie, the comment that I uh, sort of, you know, putting my hat on for this particular episode uh, uh, show, or se I guess it's a series. It's going to be uh, a TV yes. show. Um, yeah. Is that it's going to be a true detective side thing, and it's going to be um, the John Stewart and the Hal Hal Jordan. Was, yeah. Hal Jordan are the two lanterns that are going to be involved in this, and they're taking care of Print Earth. Yeah, which I and and the, so there's those elements, and then this is a key episode for revealing, a, sorry, a key, um, series for releasing. I think what the big bad is. Yeah, I think yeah. we find out like the we get the first look at what is the big bad in the first three chapters. Yeah. The first, the first chapters of, you know, gods and monsters. First chapter. Yeah. Would, yeah. So we have yeah. to wait until after 2025. Yeah. Before we find out who the real bad guy is. Oh man. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to it either. So I'm not opposed we, to it either. 
so if this is the release schedule, we get the Superman, the four quadrant. Then we go into the series, which is like a detective style, his yeah. words. So we're back into the dirt and grime and uh, badness of humanity. Which follows into the authority, which has the same feel, apparently. Okay, I had no idea what the authority was. I had to look it up and I'd, I'd, I'd... I still have no idea. I've got to look into it too. But okay. the thing that he so, said was not everything has to be a good guy versus the bad guy and the good guy wins, right? So here's here's the, the quote. The authority in a nutshell, if you want your one-liner, is superheroes who think Earth is broken and will fix it at any cost. So it's like a group of superpowered peacemakers. Vig vigilantes. It's from the Wild Universe. And he also, the other thing he said is it's going to be a big movie and it's going to shock people. And I, my gut reaction is I like that it's a movie uh, as opposed to a series. Yeah. Um, and that's, I don't know, not really based on anything, mostly just because the idea of having this morally gray group of people, I, I don't know, I just, my, like I said, my gut reaction is that I think it would get dry. It would get old pretty quick in the form of a series. Yeah. So... Um, a couple of other interesting tidbits about the authority. Um, one of it, it's that they talk about it in the stuff that I was reading. The storyline came out around 1999 and there was an openly gay loving couple as two of okay. the characters in the authority, which I thought was some of their superpowers that they have are neat. One of the guys, um, can, um, connects to the city, a whole city, all their infrastructure and everything. That's their superpower. So like yeah so you can con you know control and make things and not kind of they if they think if they think something's wrong they're going to come in and if yeah. it requires punching the brains of a dictator out the back of his skull this is your team and like the the interconnectedness the promise of the interconnectedness of the universe tells me superman's gotta show up well if if not in this movie but he's got to face the authority at some point if they're running around doing things like that like that's that's pretty I think antithesis to what Superman it, is all about. In the in the comic books, there is series where he ends up. I think he ends up running them, being their oh. runner for what they do. I think it's Superman or the other big diamond character, Batman. But we have a Batman movie coming. In between yeah. that, though, we have Wonder Paradise Woman, Lost. but not Wonder, but not Wonder Woman. Right. Yeah. I, I love the description. Game of Thrones in Themyscira. That like that's yeah. That sounds awesome. It does. The, the one thing that stood out to me though, that raised some questions that may have got cleared up, but maybe not, is the series takes place before the recently done Wonder Woman. Movie. Yeah. So before Diana's alive. Right. So it's it's in the history. It talks about it's right. the political infighting and all that. So so then does that make. And I think this was cleared up. Does that make the Wonder Woman's Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84? Does that make them canon? Does that make them have happened in this? I haven't seen an answer. I don't think it. I think the answer was um, did somebody ask. Did somebody ask him? Yeah. Well, kind of parallel question, same question, but it was along the lines of is Gal Gadot still involved? And what the the question was, what is canon going forward? And I think uh, there answer was starting with creature commandos that's our universe so like that's where it begins you know everything after that is canon it's in this universe and it happens and then the follow-up was well then what about you know actors like peacemaker john cena and Vi viola davis and waller and it's like well that that's kind of a dream it's kind of a 
not really a dream, but it's kind of, it, it may or may not have happened, but the, the actors work, the characters work, so we're carrying the word. But those movies and the things that they did before aren't necessarily part of what they're doing. Which me, Even, leads me to, I guess we can talk about it later, but the, um, the casting. Like, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, what did I put? Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Ezra so Miller. He, so he had a quote. He had a quote on that. Um, yeah. There is nothing preventing. So Shazam, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman, Aquaman, continuing their roles in the DCU. He said any any roles? of the any of the four leads could continue to play those roles in the D, in DCU projects down the line. Okay. That's in the Hollywood Reporter. Now then yeah. they got then they got asked about Ezra Miller's difficulty with the law and that and Safran yeah. jumps in with um that he's committed to rehabilitating himself the executives at Warner Brothers Discovery DC I guess we call it DC Studios now are fully supporting him. Right. My so, prediction none of them are coming back. Oh, well you lose. We know Jason Momoa is coming as Lobo. I highly highly doubt he's coming back as Aquaman after this movie Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. I, I think those answers are classic studio answers so that they don't screw up these movies that haven't come out yet. They're safe, not promising anything answers because okay. they still have to promote these movies. I would agree with you. But then we get to Peter Gunn's comment and he doesn't have to say that at all. Um, he describes the Flash movie as the best hero movie ever made. Yeah. The best hero movie ever made. He doesn't have to say that. He really doesn't. That's so high praise. And he also talks about it resetting the universe, which gives them their in. Yes. So also gives them an out. Yeah, but I think we're missing the point here. The best superhero movie ever. So which means he's seen it. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's seen them all. I'm pretty sure Saffron has saw Batgirl. He said it was unreleasable. Um yeah. they've seen yeah, the four coming out in the next is that this year already? So here's the timeline. On March 17th, we get Shazam! Fury of the Gods. The Flash comes out June 6th. Blue Beetle comes out August 18th. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom comes out Christmas Day, December 25th. Sweet. We have four movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. And one of which is the greatest superhero movie ever made. Apparently. Well, we'll see. So that's my prediction. My prediction is Jason Momoa is done as Aquaman after this, and he's going to play Lobo. So you're agreeing um, with my prediction of him being Lobo? Yeah. I think Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, and Zachary Levi are only potentially in until their movies come out and then they're out. And it may not be like the next day, but it'll be, yeah, we're not sure. We may develop something, blah, blah, blah. And then either a year from now or two years, they'll be like, no, we recasted or we're not doing another project with them or whatever. That's my prediction. Okay. All right. For those actors. Uh, so, so then going back to Paradise Lost, I, I think it, it, um, yeah, okay, it happens before Diane is alive, and then if it, we're, but we're, see, he's, he's, I was gonna say if it does well, but I don't think they care about that. I think they're just gonna make really good stories, and they're gonna, like, so much of a studio is if it does well, we'll give you another season. Doesn't sound that way. It doesn't sound that way. Like this so, seems like we're gonna do all these things, and we're gonna hope that they're awesome, and we have a story to tell. So this is the show that I think he's sandbagging us the most. In what way? Well, the description. It's the political intrigue, Westeros, it's for Diana, you know, Gail Godot and all that. And that's all. It's just a political intrigue. Da, da, da. But at no point, 
Like he doesn't even mention in as an aside that it ties into the rest of the what's going on. No, so, but so it get, does because it's all connected. Yes. So we've got lanterns with the big reveal. Then we get the real uh, vigilante movie. Yeah. And then we get Paradise Lost with Wonder Woman, which is the setup or the history of the big bad guy that'll be released yeah. in this. Like I'm, you know, spitballing it as I do. It could be. It could and be. I, oh. The whole chapter is called Gods and Monsters. That could be like them fighting gods. Ares and Zeus and... Could be. Could be. <laughs> okay, so, um, and that leads into The Brave and the Bold. Which I love. Which is not oh. Pattinson. Nope, but I'm pumped about this. Okay, so I, I want to just touch on... So there's those two things. So The Brave and the Bold, the yeah. Damian Wayne story. We'll talk some more about that as well. Gets okay. released back, so the 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 Batman sweet sequel, the Matt Reeves one, must be good enough with Pattinson to be still left in as a DC Elsewhere one, unless there was no way to get out of the con. Right, I think it's both. I think it's contractual obligation, but also, I mean, the Batman did really well. Yeah. As far as I know, I actually don't even know the numbers on it, but um, I think it did really well. I mean, it's up for a bunch of Oscars. Oscar nominated the Batman, no big deal. No big. <laughs> No big. Yeah, I th and that's why I think there's going to be a second one. But here's another one of my predictions. There will be. I think that I don't think there's another one after the second one. You don't think he gets his three three Batman movie? No. Write it down. It is. We need a website now to track these things. I'll work on that too. Yeah. Um, and here's the reason. the The answer I saw was um, Matt Reeves will be creating, directing at least one more Robert Pattinson led Batman, and I think. It is only one because of this whole like interconnectedness by the because well that's going to come out 2025 as well so unless the brave and the bold is put like how many years after that the question for me kind of comes back to do they want to have two batmans running at the same time right and so and that's why I'm okay so the it. that batman sequel if it comes out the same year the new superman comes out which is 2025 We've got probably a two-year break between it and The Brave and the Bold. Right. But if he gets a third movie, it would come out the same year. So maybe he's going to direct The Brave and the Bold and not write it. Uh, maybe. Oh, who, James Gunn or Matt Reeves? Matt Reeves. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's his third in his contract, yeah. Maybe the third in his contract is he does the Damian Wade story. Now, which yeah. I found... Uh, can I jump into The Brave and the Bold now? Yeah, let's do it. So the... Uh, Damian Wayne, James Gunn describes as his favorite Robin. Yeah. Yeah, well, not my favorite Robin, but, you <laughs> so know. So my, my gut reaction to that was, I don't know if this is a really good idea, because then how do you go from your first Robin being Damian Wayne to back to Jason Todd and Dick Grayson? But what people have been kind of piecing together from some of his answers in these interviews is that there's more to the Bat family in this movie than just Batman and Robin. Well, so the there's... whole, the whole Ra's al Ghul thing. Like I did the, I read, I read up on this and apparently Damian Wade, Wayne. uh, Wayne, Wade, <laughs> is a basketball player now, um, <laughs> is, um, uh, is Talia al Ghul's and Bruce Wayne's child. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne was lied to yeah. and said that it was miscarried and she raised him separately. So yes. there's the Talia Al Ghul, the Raz Al Ghul. There's a cousin named Mara Al Ghul. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. But so, you... 
if you the, follow the, the whole thing down the path, it's a pretty dark ending for our friend Damien. Yes, which makes for interesting storytelling. <laughs> but the so my understanding is that if they are making a movie, Brave and the Bold, with Damien Wayne as the Robin and the Bat family, as they mentioned, exists, then Dick Grayson could also already be Nightwing. Yeah. Jason Todd could already be Red Hood. Yeah. And there could be Oracle. Who knows what else in this movie, which which is why I'm so pumped about it, because it it's like, okay, we get Batman Begins and that goes into the Dark Knight. And then we kind of get maybe a tease in um, Dark Knight Rises of somebody who could maybe be Robin or maybe he's a new Batman, but it ends up going nowhere. Then you get a, a uh, Zack Snyder's um, vision with um, Robin being dead already, killed by the Joker. And so then we still don't see a Robin. And then you get Robert Pattinson coming and playing Batman. And it's like, he's, he's young again and he's fresh. He's in like year two. And it's like, okay, so we got to work towards a, a Robin again. Whereas this is like, nope, the whole Bat family's out there. They're all doing their own thing. We've seen the origin enough times. Let's get a Bat family going. That's like, it's awesome. Yeah, love it. Okay, I agree, but that's <laughs> awesome. but we're still years down the road for that, which you know. Yeah, that's gonna be Hooner. And then totally out of left field, Booster Gold. <laughs> what the hell is a Booster Gold? Have you never heard of him before? No. Oh, he's a super interesting character, and I think it's a great. It'll be a great series. Again, another like seven to twelve episodes would be perfect, especially with James Gunn if he's gonna write it, because as we've seen, he can do like with Guardians of the Galaxy and Peacemaker, it can be funny and heartfelt. I think you could tell a really awesome story there of this character who is a total loser reject in his own time, travels back in time to to try and be somebody, but is a complete imposter and then struggles with this whole self-esteem thing. Like you, he's, he's the guy to do it, man. Also, so I could totally see Chris Pratt playing that role. And I know a ton of people are fan casting that. And I don't know if it would be great or shitty, but put it down. I could see it happening. Prediction cake. <laughs> I also think that this is the palate cleanser after all the darkness. All yeah. the you know, and then we then we then we go yeah. back into the supergirl. So booster gold, if you're listening to this or watching it or whatever, um, you uh, should be aware that uh, he's not a superhero. And you know what? Maybe I should just leave it there. Oh, oh me not spoiling something. Hell yeah, don't spoil over. something that's four years in the future. Yeah, because like, you know, everybody will remember that. Then we go to Supergirl. Really, I thought this, I didn't know this about Supergirl until, um, it, until I read about it. But her story is she grew up on a chunk of Krypton. Um, and I can't remember if I talked about this in the pre-show or during the show. And she watches everybody around her die and then she shows up on earth and batman must i mean superman must be excited and she's you know more of a jessica jones you know ruthless i think well yeah i'm not sure like i really want to go and i'm going to read that uh comic run that they say it's going to be based on which is supergirl woman of tomorrow it sounds super interesting i don't know that it's really it sounds super interesting yeah big surprise A, a supergirl comic run that sounds super interesting i just no. It staggers. Can you, can you tell I'm not a writer? <laughs> I, I don't think that that origin story for her is a classic one. 
my understanding, and I could be totally wrong, is that her rocket ship, which blasted off from Krypton when it yep. exploded, when Superman was a baby, she was like 14, but hers got knocked off course and then comes to Earth at a later date when Superman's already grown up. So he's like 30 and she's 14, um, but she doesn't have this backstory that's being described here. So it's she still needs to adapt to Earth and Earth's culture and all the rest of it. So she does have this harsh edge to her because she grew up on Krypton, which is a little bit different. But this, sh- I really want to read this because it sounds, sounds a like sh- a cool take. A shard of Krypton. Right? Like well, no, the... that, that's what I'm saying. Like the the origin of her that I understand to be, you know, classic canon is she grew up on Krypton. Yeah. Not a shard of Krypton, but like the actual planet Krypton. When oh, Krypton that's exploded. Not the, that's not the impression that I got. No, because the movie's going to be based on this comic run that was done recently, which is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, okay. which I think may rewrite her, her origin a little. Okay. Um... But this going back to Superman, I think, like I said, this gives you the opportunity to have an evil Supergirl without being fully evil, but have us uh, a character who's as superpowered as her and unleash while not tainting the image of your tentpole diamond Superman and pissing everybody off. Yeah. And she could also team up with the authority. Yeah. Like, I think there's a need to go kick some ass there. Yeah. Um, the last one on the list, Swamp Thing, a horror this, story. Oh, I love this so much. Why? because it's it's horror like he straight up said it's horror it's not a scary pg-13 it's a horror movie yeah it's it's a movie right yeah and so for them to go directly to horror shows them flexing their ability to make whatever they want so i'm thinking by now we know they're going to make whatever they want like i think as soon as as soon as they get to that authority yeah the, the authority um actually just let me roll back here I think we're going to start seeing it in Lanterns. The Authority is going to step it up. Okay. And then, if you remember, like, the Westeros stuff from Game of Thrones, it was bloody and violent. Yeah. And, you know, some people said soft porn central, but yeah. Yeah. I I yeah. think that it's going to be, like, it might get nominated for Horror Film of the Year. It, because any him and Saffron have a history of doing great horror. And he yeah. he was also quoted as saying, you know, to contrast Marvel, where they 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 try to genre jump, right? Like we're gonna make a, an Ant Man movie that's like a heist movie, and that's cool. But he's seeing it as like it's kind of and not like full blown. And that to me makes me really excited about Swamp Thing because if he's calling it a horror, it's gonna be scary. It's, it's gonna also, be a full blown horror. And it's also Swamp Thing. It's not the thing. Yes, and it's Swamp Thing, which could potentially also lead into a Dark Justice, or sorry, Justice League Dark, which would be amazing. I don't know anything that about them. In. Justice League Dark is like Swamp Thing. Yeah. Uh, Dead Man, Constantine. Yeah. I love Constantine. Constantine 2, by the way, it's apparently confirmed with Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves? Yeah. Okay, did James Gunn confirm that? Because I'm pretty sure that was set up before James Gunn and Saffron came in. I, I don't we'll, know. We'll have to wait and see. But if it is, that'd be awesome. Like I said, so you got, and then Zatanna is in there as well. Like Justice League Dark would be a really cool, really cool, done by James Gunn. And then they could also weave in the people from the Authority. Boy, I'm sort of yeah. focusing on them a lot, aren't I? <laughs> okay, you know what, Jeff? Uh, the the thing horror movie that I'm calling it an origin story. Pretty sure you said that was. 
I know, just, you know, we all think that origin stories are sort of, you know, nice, happy ending things. And in the case of this thing, bad. Yeah, nobody's going to be bad, happy. Bad, man. Bad. Hey, so, um, anything else on Swamp Thing? Or any of the other projects? Because I just had some closing ideas. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a... I have a lot. Well, I shouldn't say I have a lot. Where are we at? So I'm going to... I think maybe we take a quick break here. Okay. Does that feel okay to you? Sure. I'm going to grab myself a decaf. Doug is not officially sponsored by Rogue Wave Coffee, but he is powered by Rogue Wave Coffee. 